This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half your dynamic duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd, and you are. Nerdette. How the hell are you? What's going on besides everything? I know you've been very busy <laughs> doing shit. Every time I went out there to see what's going on, you're just doing something. Shut up. We're excited to find out. What have you been I'm, up to? I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> it's, it's fucking cold, man. Yeah. It's cold. It was 20, 24 when I woke up this morning. That's not normal for here. 
Yeah. That's not normal. Not cool. People are showing us like like zero degrees. And my sister said 14 degrees up there. I'm like, that's nice. I'm fucking freezing my ass up and it's 24. I don't like it. It's 42 degrees right now, which is our high for the day. It was like 28 earlier. I went did, to the store. Um, froze my ass off. Did your mom ever put plastic on the windows? Yes, yeah, she did. My mom did that too. She did to keep the wind out, yeah. Yes. She used to tape the fucking shit with like duct to tape. keep the cold air yeah. from getting in the house. We would come home from school and all the windows would have fucking plastic on them. It would look so stupid, but she would do it every year. Yep, my mom would do it and... You could always tell the bitch didn't clean because when it would come down, you, it would be clean where the tape was and dirty around it. So it's like, oh, wait, I didn't know the windowsill was white. I thought it was brown like the rest of the fucking house. And you're trying to, you know, you start to wonder. I was thinking about it this morning because this has been like the coldest morning so far. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I've never done that in my adult life ever. Like living in New York, never put plastic on my windows. Yeah. But I remember my mom doing it every year. I mean, it does work. It keeps you insulated. I mean, it, it, it's, if I had to guess, it would be more or less like these idiots that put face masks on thinking you're going to be safe from all illnesses. You put a face mask on. I'm thinking that's what it does. It's more of a placebo effect. Because in theory, you would think, you know, you put tape on a window, a plastic's going to keep the wind from coming in. But how well is she, she taping tape. it? My mom did. She had tape. I, I think she, like, like I vacuum sealed it or something. Like there was, I never saw like tape or anything. They were just like, yeah. and it was tightly wrapped on the window. Mm-hmm. Fucking like, what weird. are you doing with all this plastic and fucking duct tape, Mom? What are you doing? Yeah, I we never saw her do it. Yeah. I, I never saw anyone do it. I would just mm-hmm. come home from school and it'd be be done. I was just wondering. I wonder if people still do that. Shit, you just brought back an old memory. I don't think I would have <laughs> ever remembered seeing plastic on the fucking windows until then. Holy yeah. crap. And then me and my dumbass would be sleeping with a fan on in, in the other room. <laughs> Bundled up, know. though. It the, defeats the purpose. What else have you been doing besides uh, bringing back memories? Not much. I did watch um, The Beekeeper, a new movie that's out Yeah. Um, with uh, Jason Statham. I think that's his name. And that was really good. I enjoyed that. Oh, you said Statham. I Statham? Thought you, what is it? Uh, no, uh, for some reason you told Bateman? me... No, you told me the other day it was Jason Bateman, so I was no, cracking up. that was the show I was thinking of starting, which is The uh, Outsider. Okay. It's Jason Statham, right? What the fuck is his name? <laughs> is he bald or not? Yes. Okay, that's Jason Statham. See, you look at me weird, and then I start second-guessing what I'm saying... And I'm like, so I was correct. Anyways, that that was really good. There was a lot of action in that in that movie. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I had to watch a cam version because I think it just came out. Jeez. But it was it was good. Good. And then uh, One Tree Hill, we're almost done. Jason, so, watch that. And that's about it. Oh man, One Tree Hill, that show is fucking something else. I don't even know what to say about it. It's it's it, the final curtain is on this show. I will be done with it before Friday. I, I one way or another, I'm done with this fucking show. I cannot keep going on with it. It's peaked and it's plateaued, and you know what happens when you peak. You have to come down, and this show is coming down hard. Because it's not One Tree Hill. It's not. It's not. It's still a good show. It's just not as. When good. you lose, the One Tree Hill, when it started, and for six seasons, it was always about. The brothers. Yeah. It was about their relationship, whether they got along or didn't get along, and it was about their relationship with their dad. That was the whole fucking show. Yeah, and then you remove two of those components. That's it. Mm-hmm. And when you lose 
the brother, and you, you and really you did lose, lose the dad. The, the dad, yeah. And you just have a couple of the other people still there, and then you throw in twenty other fucking people that you're supposed to care about, dude. It's not One Tree Hill anymore. So let's just go over here. They've replaced Dan, Karen, Deb. Lucas and Peyton, five people that they replaced with, I feel like, 20 more. Whitey? Whitey, Whitey, Whitey was... Yeah, I, like, he I was, liked him. He, he was great. I loved him. He Coach left, obviously, Keith. But, like, you you, lo- you lost way too many yeah. people, and that was the whole storyline. Those well, Keith had to people. die to keep the story going. You Like, it's just stupid. They stupid. got rid of so many people, and it became a different show. And it's like, it's the same show in spirit with a couple people. Yeah, that's what it is. It's yep. a soap opera. They changed everything. You got rid of basketball. You just It's not what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's not what it was supposed to be. And it sounds like lyrics to that fucking song. As a matter of fact, I just realized, I just said lyrics to the fucking intro song. <laughs> there, It's just right in my mind here. But I guess I'll just uh, go into what I've been watching. I'll start with that since we're already on it here. Uh, the show's still good. It's just... The, the dramatic fall off and how bad this show became isn't as bad as it was on Vampire Diaries when Elena left. To me, this was bad. It's just not as bad. It's still a See, decent show. See, for me, it's terrible. Yeah. It, I would have been so happy if they had just ended it after six. Well, I like Haley and I like Nate now. Yeah. I just I was sick and tired of Brooke, Peyton, and Lucas together. I was happy to see them separated. Yeah. Oh, I That's why it doesn't that. bother me as much. That was um, a really old storyline that they kept. They kept over and over going again. back to the, sometimes yeah. twice in the same episode. He he would go back and forth between these two dumbass girls who never got over it. They just, I will completely agree yeah, with that. I was so done with them. Yeah. Like, Please get the fuck off the show. I was happy. But like like, I don't know. They just brought back. They just brought in too many people. There's only a couple of them that I would say uh, the, the the really cute one. I can't think of her name, but she's got the dimples. The Brooke. actress. Oh, Alex. You yeah, like Alex. And I'm talking about new people now. Alex. Yeah, I'm talking about the new people. Her, she could stay. Um, I fucking hate Lucian, that fucking idiot. Julian. He's the fucking ultra feminine man. I just, <laughs> I cannot stand him. He's so annoying, and he quotes movies every two seconds, and it's just, he's, he's, he just falls flat for me as a character. I don't like him, and he was shoehorned into everyone's life immediately. You're just like, yeah, fuck that guy. But, but really, just the cute girl. It's the only one I would keep is her. That's it. The other one's gonna go fuck right the fuck off. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to be done with that. I'll give it a final score. It was really high, and now it's not as high. Yeah. And I think it's going to get a lot lower. Because season eight's only 13 episodes, which means they... And, and this is a show that rushes everything. I mean, fuck, we got like five seasons worth of shit in the first six episodes, it feels like, of, of season one. I feel like they're just really going to just start throwing shit at me. I'm going to have a fucking notepad. I'm going to have to rewind a few times because I feel like it's going to be rapid in-your-face fire storylines. Our fluff, because this season's been fluff to me. It's been nothing but like funny episodes, jokes, shit that doesn't really matter. A lot of flashbacks and alternate scenarios and shit. It's just like, yeah, this is a show that's gone. It's, It's done. Anything else you want to add to that? No, I'm just trying to think because I don't really want to say... Because you haven't even started season nine, but Clay for season nine, dude needs to go. Like I, like I, I can't stand him. I didn't like him from the start. I just felt bad for him. Hate his storyline. Season nine is the fucking worst with him. I just, I like, I don't know. There's just so many people. Just no. Yeah. <laughs> I heard Lucas no. looks like a lesbian. He looks fucking terrible. He looks like a lesbian when he comes I back. I don't right? know if he was filming something else mm-hmm. and he had to look this terrible. You know, I just wanted to terrible. do my hair a little bit in a different and way. And to come back for a lousy fucking 30 seconds, yeah. did you have to waste my time? 
But hey, I just cast a check. Stupid. Freaking stupid. Man. He cast his check. That's all that matters. He, he got a little paycheck. And I guarantee they had to pay him a shit ton for that, too, because he yeah. left because he wasn't getting paid enough. Freaking yeah, scumbag. Yeah, that is some bullshit, man. I mean, if Everyone was getting paid the same amount, 100000 per episode. That's that's not enough. I and mean, he wanted dude, more. They wouldn't give it to him, from greed, what man. I read, and he left. I don't have any reason. The other one left for other reasons. But dude, $100,000, you're telling me... The they were average, making like $2 million a fucking dude, season. A blue collar, what, what was it, like thirty five, forty thousand? 40000 I guess would be blue collar considered a year. Let's say if you're working at a job, you're making, what, $20 an hour, you're getting that much per year. Mm-hmm. He's making more than that. If you were to work for two years straight and save every penny, this motherfucker makes that in a fucking episode. I can't remember when that, that... And that's not enough. They didn't start that way. I can't remember what season it was, but they were all getting paid 100000 an episode. I would... Dude, sign so me up by for the time the, And the seasons are long. So by the time the season ended, they were $2.2 million. Yeah. I looked up his net worth. It's like fucking $4 million. Yeah. So like, You should have kept going, dude. You Because I, I, I don't... So stupid. And then he comes back for a lousy Listen. quick thing. I would gladly step into that role for half the money. You can give me $25,000. You can give me $2,500 an episode. I would step into that spot. You know, I just don't get it. These people become so spoiled rotten. And they just and feel I like feel they're like this for fucking speaking recorded lines written by someone else. For these two characters, for Peyton and Lucas, I feel like the show itself, like... It got better without him. It's just, I mean, the storylines oh, no, are better. Okay. It's just, for me, the attachment's gone. But, like, the thing is, like, Lucas stuff. left, and he was supposed to be... Uncle Keith to to Jamie. He really is because Uncle Keith ain't there either. Was trying to fucking help raise him. He would always be there for him. Blah blah blah. And then he fucking disappears. And then you got Brooke with huge moments that happen. Right, her her wedding and what happened in the finale for season eight. Revolution. And Peyton's not there, who's her best friend. It's just like these two were just fucking up and disappeared, and they're not there for any of the the huge ass moments. And they don't explain anything. No, they did. They said their their daughter was sick, so they couldn't make the wedding. Oh, I thought that she yeah. had to work or she was somewhere else or something. I don't know. It's oh, just I, fucking I can't stupid. get off work for this wedding that you had planned months and months Ugh. in advance for to see the godchild or the baby or whatever. Yeah, I don't... It's just it's just dumb. It really does make those characters look like shit. And it makes you wonder. This guy comes back for 30 seconds, like you're saying here. Like, why even... Why even why even bring him back for thirty seconds? Looking are like you making ass. are you making anyone happy at this point? No. Thirty seconds. Oh, there he is. You fucking. You, it's the last season, so we gotta have one of you show. Back show. Up. I mean, like, can he at least do an episode here? We're paying you, man. Uh, can he come back for one full? Speak dialogue. Meet people on the show. God, I don't know. You're fucking. I, I remember show. being I so. Ex- I remember being so excited. Like, oh, he's gonna show up. Oh, good. Yeah. And then I watched it, and I'm like, what? <laughs> this show, well, you watched it when it was live. No. Oh, okay. I, I watched it like a year ago. Yeah, fuck this show. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Um, a lot of people are dying now in sports. It's absolutely insane. There was a couple suicides. They said it was suicides, a couple heart attacks. And right before the show today, a fucking uh, an assistant coach died at like 46 of a random heart attack. So I think you're starting to see the COVID-19 vaccines pan off here. You know, there's a lot of people there at the Wuhan labs or whatever the fuck. The NIH is sitting there high-fiving and pouring champagne on Fauci's naked fucking body as they're celebrating that their shit is working the way they intended it to. Like I said, that two-year span, I mean, they were saying between like three to five years. I was saying two years, you're going to start seeing the ramifications of injecting people with this bullshit poison. 
You are seeing it in real fucking time, people. Really quick, there was a article that was explained to me. I had no idea this was going on, but I guess they're saying that they're counting the way that we're supposed to reproduce, and they're looking at the, the birth rates around the country, you know, and, and different countries as well, and they're saying that it's well under what it's supposed to be to replenish the population to keep things moving here in society. And I thought about it, and I'm like, great, we're going to be fucking extinct. It's just, you know, you hear these people talking about the end times and whatnot, and this is one thing that you never hear anything about. You never hear anything about underpopulation. You always hear about overpopulation and what problems that would cause. We are severely underpopulated. We've always have been. We have so much more space than what we actually use. We can, you know, quadruple the entire world's population and actually use some of this unused space and live comfortably and be fine. But they keep putting that fear in your head that things are going to be wrong. But then you look at these studies are saying, hey, we're not making enough people to replace the people we're losing. Eventually, we're going to get to a point where we have 330 million people are saying in America, that number could be drastically less, like a third less. Because people are dying all the time. There's always shit going on. You got the COVID vaccine they injected. You got, I mean, we're either trying to kill ourselves or something inside of us is trying to kill us that's already there, like a pre-existing condition or whatnot. Or accidents and dumb shit happens. Our own stupidity kills us and addictions and whatnot. That number could be 130 million in a couple of years, you know? And you figure the average lifespan of a human being is, what, 80? You look at the 50-year-olds that are living now. If we're not replenishing those people that are dying in 30 years, what does the world look like in 40 years? What does it look like in 50 years? It's a really scary thought when you think about how finite our freaking lives are. Let's say, you know, how many 100-year-olds do you know? None. At this rate, that rate we're going now, you say in 150 to 200 years from now, human beings may not even fucking exist. Who cares? I won't be here. I think that's a good thing. We don't need to yeah, exist anymore. I don't give anymore. a crap. I won't be here. I just went on a fucking long stoner rampage there. Actually, not even a rant. It's just a mere observation here that we could be seeing the beginning of the extinction right now. And you have to wonder, why is it happening? Because it's self-inflicted. We've advanced so much farther than any other species of being of creation ever. I don't think we could ever go extinct unless we're, we become so advanced that we make ourselves extinct. And I think that's what we're doing here. We're fucking ourselves over. But my edibles are kicking in, so let's move this along here. I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole here of craziness. I've probably already sent people fucking to YouTube to look at crazy shit. Another show I was watching was the Switches of East End show. I'm on episode six right now. I read the thing on it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this might be decent. And then I saw that it was canceled. And I'm like, okay, then I'm not going to bother. It's based off a book. I think they finished it. Huh. It's an entertaining show, man. The girls are extremely funny, sexy ladies. Um, very good show. It's just got it's got the right amount of humor, the right amount of storyline, and it's got the right amount of episodes, which is fantastic because it's very short. And twenty three episodes is very bite sized for me, and I enjoy it. I do have a lot of other things here on my list that I got to get watching because people are trying to tell me to watch some things here. I did try Firefly, as a matter of fact. Try that one out after many recommendations. I made it about 25 minutes into the first episode and had to shut that shit off. <laughs> not a fan of any of the actors on there. I, I know it's like sacrilegious to, to be a, a nerd and not like Nathan Fillion, but he's not that great in my opinion. I don't. I never cared for the guy. He, he would have made a good Nathan Drake if he was like 20 years younger. Other than that, I mean, he hasn't done anything for me. Joss Whedon. He had about three good seasons of Buffy that he wrote, and he had a couple good Marvel movies. But after that, I just kind of didn't really have a taste for his work, so this Firefly did nothing for me. And it was in space. Oh, no. I don't like anything in space. I don't yeah. know what it is about space. I don't give a fuck about it. 
very rare you'll see me watch anything that takes place in space or ever rewatch something. Oh my god, yesterday my podcast I listened to went on a whole fucking like 15 minute rant yeah. about the moon landing. <laughs> what? It never happened. For fucking 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, this is really... In- I never just, thought wait, about that. Let's talk about other shit that didn't happen for $1,000, Alex. <laughs> well, no, he was saying it never... Yeah. He doesn't believe that it yeah. ever happened and went on this whole freaking thing. It didn't happen. I mean, it's... Uh, how come we haven't gone there? Oh, God. Apparently we lost the technology. How? We've gained so much more technology. <laughs> and there's, he said something, there's like something blocking our way and we can't uh, get, get the, there. Yeah, you know what's <laughs> blocking away? That fucking ice wall these weirdos are telling me about. <laughs> you got me I don't know. Up. Oh, God. I was laughing so hard because everything he was saying was making oh, so man. much sense. Oh, it's the fucking ice know. walls, man. You can go up there, man. You know, you fucking go up there. We don't have the technology to get up there zone. anymore. Yeah, get the fuck out of <laughs> We just lost it. 1960s, those fucking rascals were too smart for us. The fucking idiots. You have a fucking microwave yet, probably, that worked properly. Idiots. Well, no one has gone back. No. Right? It was, it was that. We, we never that gone there it. in the first place. Right, so it makes no fucking sense. Where the fuck is Buzz Aldrin? We have to go back. It ain't gonna fucking... It never happened, dude. It is bullshit. People have come out to this debunk that oh, crap story. God. I don't know how anyone could believe that shit ever happened in the first place. Yeah. I remember as a kid watching, I'm like, this looks so fucking corny. It looked cheesy as it, hell. It looked cheesy. You can see some guy fucking pouring a cup of coffee in the background and shit. You can see the catering table. <laughs> you, can, you can hear the director yell cut when it was done. It was so phony. The moon landing did not happen, people. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. It ain't happening. We'll never get there, and we should never even attempt to send anything there or try to colonize because we can't exist. Just like aliens can't exist here, it'll never happen. That show was great. <laughs> I freaking love that show so far because it's short. I oh no, space things. I'm not going to show them all space things. I did like the original Star Trek. Oh, I did like it. I can never watch it religiously, but if it's on, I'll, I'll catch an episode or two and enjoy it. Uh, Aliens, I know that that was good growing up, kind of. I would never watch it again, though. And Total Recall was my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time, like top ten. So definitely those three. But other than that, no space stuff for me. I like to keep my head and my feet on the ground. So let's get on into it here. Unless you got something you want to add that's going on with the show? No, I'm good, man. Oh, yeah. See, I'm I, I brought else. the plastic windows. Oh, I can't believe that shit, man. That's what I brought you today. brought back some fucking throwbacks, man. I would love to know if anyone else's household had that, or if they're still doing it. Because I, I like, Dude. I don't know why I thought about it this I'm morning. I'm thinking about doing it now. Like shit, this probably help us out, but because I saw it growing up, but it never did. <laughs> you know what else I fucking hated growing up? Besides that, the fucking oven being open, the stove turned on, heat to save on heat. Was, yeah. Like, what the fuck? You know this is a, such a fucking fire hazard. <laughs> yeah. You smell the gas because we had a gas fucking oven in your stove or whatever. And you're just smelling like gas. And you could see it, like changing the color of the wall if you stare directly at the pipe where it's coming from. You're like, this is dangerous, man. <laughs> kind of fucking wish I'd throw a match at that motherfucker when I was a kid. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, so I know how much you love R. Kelly. Oh, God. You fucking love R. Kelly, don't you? He's your favorite musician. No, I, he had one good song. I, I know, I know. People argue about that. I, I liked one. That's it. The, the others, fuck them. No, see, I, I like the, a couple of his songs are pretty good. Bump and Grind was the only good one. Now you would think R. Kelly would be an intelligent man to be able to make all that money and sing and be famous and shit, right? You would think you'd have to have some kind of intelligence level to you. Apparently, this idiot can't fucking read. Mm. 
he revealed that he cannot read or understand words beyond a grade schooler. So I think this is his defense. I think that was, I think that was mentioned in one of those documentaries. Really? Yeah, by like a, a brother or something that came out and said that. Oh, you think I'm this one is of those long freaking, game? I'm one of those fucking things. Yeah, I, I remember hearing that. Hmm. I wonder if this is a, a way for them to claim innocence in this whole thing. Like he related, he related to children. That's why he fucked and married Aaliyah. Oh, maybe you think that they're trying no. to claim it's a mental thing. Like he, he just relates to younger women. That, yeah. That's why he was fucking because he can't read past their level. He sees them in the, as, as an equal, basically. I think oh, that's what they're God. trying here. Watch that be the fucking thing here. So according to court documents obtained by the Blast, the convicted R&B singer R. Kelly is denying all accountability in a multi-million dollar lawsuit filed against him, claiming he never knew about their issues with Donnell Russell and shouldn't be responsible for their fallout. As we reported, the drama began in August 2023 when the woman won $10.5 million after accusing Russell and Kelly of attempting to stop the 2018 New York City screening of the Lifetime docuseries Surviving R. Kelly with a Mass Shooting Threat. When the filing, the singer insists that even if he got the legal documents in prison, he wouldn't be able to understand them. I would not have been able to understand the lawsuit or distinguish it from the many other legal documents that I received. It all looks the same to me, he says. He just used some fucking brilliant words in that sentence. He used the words distinguish. I mean, I mean, he used that word himself. From someone who doesn't understand it, he's sure he's using pretty good words. He said, I rely on my lawyers to explain things to me because I cannot read or understand words beyond that of a grade schooler. Sure, hell, speaking better than any grade school I've met. Hmm. Right. Kelly's affidavit captured a lengthy rebuttal to the charges levied against them by six women. He noted the lawsuit had escaped his notice, giving his incarceration in Butner, uh, North Carolina. He claimed he earned about ten point million. Uh, he learned about the ten point five million dollar judgment awarded to those women through a friend. He has no idea about these legal documents or anything like that. So he's basically claiming negligence. He had no fucking clue. So he's not trying to parlay this into something else. He's fighting multiple fucking lawsuits, apparently. How does he not know how much money he's losing? I guess if you have that much, maybe. Yeah. Does he have hmm. any left at this point? <laughs> With all the times he's been... Does it matter at this court, point? He's in jail. In like, yeah, like, I mean, does does he even have any money? I would, I would rather go back into debt and be free than have a trillion dollars in prison. Because you can't spend this shit. You have to live yeah. like a prisoner. He ain't fucking he ain't in a fucking patio or whatever, hanging out, smoking his old school cigars and drinking his fancy liquor and shit. He's eating a cup of soups. Getting getting his back blown <laughs> out by some fucking dude with a swastika tattoo on his fucking forehead. That's what's going oh down with God. R. Kelly, man. I don't know, dude. What, what, what do you think about this? Do you think he's that stupid, R. Kelly? I don't think so. because Well, I don't know about the whole reading thing, but he's got people. Yeah. He has fucking people to let him know what's going on. Yeah. I don't believe him for a second that he, he didn't know and he was unaware. Yeah, I That makes no it. sense to me. I mean, he was obviously a smarter person because, uh, you know... I can understand maybe not being able to read the shit, but, like, you have lawyers, you have, you have family, you have people. Yeah, like, I believe I can fly, I believe I can touch the sky. Those are pretty simple fucking lyrics. Maybe he is that fucking stupid, <laughs> who knows? He's, I mean, shit... I mean, I think our fucking... Kid could have wrote that shit in third grade, you know, just rhyming simple words together. Maybe he is that fucking dumb. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't believe it. But you know who I do believe is fucking that stupid fucking Floyd Mayweather. When he says he can't read, I believe that shit. Really? Why? Because that motherfucker takes like 20 minutes to finish one sentence. You ever, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> what the fuck you saying, Floyd? I'm gonna, what? Fight, 
<laughs> what, man? He, he has to think so hard about every well, other word. He gets word. punched in the face, doesn't he? Not really. He dies most of his punches. <laughs> that was his thing, not getting hit. Is he the one that would talk he in the middle to, of the fight? He was funny. He used to talk to the uh, Oh, the that used to be hilarious. Yeah. It was I, funny. Yeah, I, I remember him. Uh, yeah. One of the boxers would be talking, talking having shit. Having a conversation. Like, what? what is happening? Yeah, like, <laughs> You're in the middle of a match. Like having a conversation. That's what happens. You're that confident. <laughs> Oh, God. Here's one for you. Chicago area Tesla uh, charging stations are lined with dead cars in the freezing cold weather. It's a bunch of dead robot cars just hanging out. It's a dead car funeral. It reminds me of that freaking Julia Roberts movie on Netflix. Where the Netflix, or remember that where all the cars were just piled up, the Teslas in the street? No, you probably didn't even see that. I, I didn't watch it, but I know what you're talking about. I've seen it on there. Mm-hmm. Desperate Tesla owners in and around Chicago were seen trying to charge their vehicles with no luck. Amid frigid temperatures that have gripped the Midwest. Well, the plugs are probably too cold, right? Can only imagine a bunch of douchebags with purple hair and their Starbucks cups. <laughs> and my electric car's not charging. What do I do? I'm just fucking standing there. Can you imagine a bunch of yuppies is like fucking real men are driving by with their fucking gas? I would splash one of these motherfuckers. Do people understand what I deal with in the car? And because... my car's not working. See? The fucking impressions you do. Like, you just, like, you're... <sighs> oh my goodness! Why does it say Ew. it's not? It's not doing the room room thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not going to get out. It's too cold outside. Oh. <laughs> Charging stations have essentially turned into car graveyards in recent days as temperatures have dropped to the negative double digits. Nothing, no juice. Steel on zero percent," said Tyler Beard, who had been trying to recharge his Tesla at an Oak Brook, Illinois location. Since Sunday afternoon. Hope he hasn't been standing there since seven or since Sunday afternoon. When that psycho is standing there. Can you imagine being at a gas station and being like, Yeah, this station has no gas, there's not another one for a hundred miles. That's what these idiots are fucking feeling like with their stupid fucking dumb Tesla cars. Uh, I hope you got some snowshoes, man. This Elon Musk is fucking hanging out <laughs> in a fucking big ass mansion as you're fucking struggling. He's hanging out on the fucking beach. You overpay for shit. a car that you can only use under strict conditions, you fucking morons with your stupid fucking Tesla. Can they drive in the snow? Uh, I, mean, it, I mean, it drives like a regular car. It just doesn't operate. Like, and they're ugly, man. These cars are fucking ugly. They got like a Tesla truck that looks like some bullshit you would have drawn in your fucking notebook in seventh grade. Yeah, that's new, right? Oh, yeah, I think so. Stupidest fucking transformer looking bullshit car they got. These people are fucking dumb. But they got a lot of money, so you listen to them. Hey, he's fucking rich. Let's give him the keys to the fucking kingdom. And hey, he can tell you what vaccine to put in your body. He's, he's, he's rich. Anyway. Bearded and several other Tesla owners were trying to charge their cars amid long lines and abandoned cars at other Tesla charging stations. This is crazy. It's a disaster, said Shalim Mazel, a Tesla owner. So these idiots were out there struggling. Um, just fucking couldn't get home. They had no idea what to do. They, they couldn't take their eyes off their cell phones. They all they wanted was another Vente latte or whatever the fuck you call it because they wanted to get to their Starbucks. They wanted to get to their Chipotle. You know exactly what kind of person this is. I don't see a lot of those charging stations around here. There's one that I have seen. I've seen one too at the mall. At the mall, that's the only that's one. The only and there's one. never a car there. No, I've never. People seen People are charging their car. cell phones, and you got the homeless people like, where do I plug my phone at? This useless fucking thing. It's the only place. And if I had to drive all the way to the freaking mall to charge this shit, yeah. No. This is the future. They are going. We will have an electric car before we die. I guarantee we will have one because that will be the only option. Because the Democrats always get their way 
and the Republicans are too weak to fight them. They care more about trending on social media than they do about fucking governing and policies. That's just how it is, man. We were fucking, this is it. Please let me know. This is it. This is it. I'm telling you, man. This is, this know, is the man. fucking end times. We are seeing the end times, and it starts with idiots that can't charge their fucking cars and having no idea what to do in this situation. All right, well, I have one for you. I'm sure you saw this story today. A fired Atlanta airport coffee shop employee was caught on video attacking two of her former managers, picking up a chair and screaming at them as she stormed out uh, before police showed up during a viral moment over the weekend. Did you see this? No. I did not see this one. This video is fucking crazy. <laughs> she went fucking nuts. Um, Shakoria Ellie, a former barista at Harvest and Grounds inside Concourse D at Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta International Airport, had gotten angry during an argument she had with a co-worker about espresso, uh, espresso shots shortly before noon January 13th, according to a police report. As the video begins, uh, Ellie could be heard screaming for her stuff to be returned, while some of the store's items, including a fruit cup, are spilled to the floor. Give me my stuff, she yelled. One of the store's managers, wearing a red polo shirt, pushes her away from the counter. I did see this video. Did you watch it? The guy, he, he took the chair Body away. slammed her. It's the smoothest takeaway. She was about to throw Oh, that guy, yeah. Chair and the guy grabs it in one motion as she's swinging. He grabs it and puts it down behind her like smooth as shit. Yeah, that guy was great. That motherfucker should be getting more attention. Uh, the irate woman tries for a second time to get behind the counter, but is again blocked by the two managers before she starts flailing her arms at a, at the second, much taller man as two other workers stand behind the counter. Bitch, <laughs> Ellie screams <laughs> as she swiftly grabs a nearby stool, which one man takes the seat away. Ellie attacks the first manager, who again stops her from getting behind the counter before slamming her to the floor. And that was a hard slam. Like, that that was bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ellie is held from behind while still shouting for her stuff during the scuffle. The distressed worker slaps the taller manager, who absorbs the hit, and calmly steps in between Ellie and the counter. I don't know who this motherfucker was. Smooth, man. De-escalator. Needs a freaking raise. Yep. A promotion, like whoever this guy was. Mm -hmm. He pulled it off, man. Was amazing. He kept his cool like the whole time. Ellie walks away from the incident before changing her mind and sprinting back into the shop and hurtling over the counter to retrieve her items. Her and that guy in court were really together, man. The one that jumked at the judge. Because they, like, she did a good job, too. She, she, she just climbed the counter. She leapt from one of the tables, like, over the counter. <laughs> Feet didn't even touch the, the table. She just soared. She cleared it. It was great. Uh, her plan backfires as she is quickly wrapped up by one of the managers again. But her arms are still free, allowing her to grab a metal pan and attempt to hit the man on the head. She misses and instead hits his back, creating a big bang. As the two managers struggle to get Ellie out from behind the counter, the one in the red shirt yells to the crowd forming in the concourse and asks if someone is on the phone with the police. Ellie is finally released as she runs out from behind the counter with her stuff, which appears to be a jacket and a purse. As she attempts to run from the store, she trips and falls to the floor. She recovered herself and ran out before the airport security or Atlanta police arrived. According to the police report, uh, Ellie had been terminated from her position and already had her airport badge confiscated by security. Police have not charged the disgruntled employee with any crimes. 
Of course not. They're like, we're not touching this one. Here's the thing. And, like, I didn't hear it in the video. I was reading all the comments underneath. They wouldn't let her get her stuff. All she was asking for was her stuff. And mm-hmm. I get... She was acting like a fucking lunatic. I'm not taking that, like, and yeah. saying, like, what... She wasn't wrong. I'm just saying all she wanted was her stuff. As soon as she got her stuff, she took the fuck off. Didn't want to be there. Like, just hand her her stuff. I, apparently, in the beginning of the video, which I did not hear... The manager said, calm down and I'll get it for you. I didn't hear that part, mm. so I, I, I don't know. But it, there's a bunch of employees there, so you got the two managers trying to block her ass. you got people behind yeah. the counter, and why couldn't the person behind the counter like, just throw it over the counter? Yeah, just give her a shit. Get her the fuck and out. then she would have taken her stuff and left. What if it was a theft concern? They, they had to get the police I, to check her stuff. I think that's... They, like, they wouldn't give her stuff because the police had to check it or something. Oh, okay. Like, well, well, we don't know the full story that. yet. Yeah. Something I'm just saying, like, her out. she... She got fired and she flipped out. Out, so I I don't know. I can just, only assume it's employee theft <laughs> or something was going because it, it didn't say the article. I I saw it like bright and early, so who knows what it was? It could have been anything. I just know that they were arguing over the stupid espresso shots. She gets fired because she was probably irate at that point too during I mean, an argument. What is there to fight about? I don't espresso? know. You're giving away too much. You're taking some. But I I don't know what's going on. But they're here? not charging her with anything. But then the thing is, the the one manager slammed her on the ground so freaking hard yeah. that she's probably going to come back in like three weeks from now. We're going to be reading an article saying she's suing him. And she'll probably be his boss. I don't. Who I love that other dude though. He was just like, dude. He was just like, it's okay. Grab this stool. She grabbed the trying. stool and swung it. But at the moment she was swinging it, his hand was coming down and taking it from her and laying it down behind her. It was the nice smooth. and calm. It reminds me of the woman who was working at Waffle House and they threw a, a, a like a, a stool at her and she caught it and blayed it down. Remember that one? Yeah. Like, they threw it at her. She grabbed it and it was like so smooth. Yeah, her and him need to get together and play fucking dodgeball, and whoever wins gets like a million dollars. Whoever fucking gets hit first, because I don't think that match would ever end. All right, I got a couple goblin stories for you: a green one and an orange one. Pick your color. Do the green one if you know who it is, because I keep seeing the picture, but I don't know who that was. So there's a mysterious green goblin that caused a stir on the Emmy's red carpet. Mm-hmm. But who was the reality star behind the look? It was this big mystery. You see this horrific-looking green goblin. And everybody assumed it was makeup, but I'm not quite convinced there was makeup involved. (laughs) While attending the star-studded show, reality TV star Princess Poppy showed up as the scary monster, which caused a bit of awe and confusion among viewers at home. So I don't know who Princess Poppy is. Never heard of this individual. But if you are this type of attention-seeking person, Mm-hmm. around a bunch of other attention-seeking people, and you have to wear a Green Goblin outfit because you want to stand out that much more in a crowd of selfish, needy, attention-starving people, you must be transgender. <laughs> While her reality castmates described themselves as dressed of the nines, RuPaul's Drag Race star, oh. Princess Poppy. So there okay. you go. To further prove my point that these people are fucking dis- Starved and they crave this shit. Not all of them. Just these extremist fucks that you see on TV. The crazy ones. The crazy ones. <laughs> they showed up on a head to toe green ensemble, but that also included pop culture references like Jabba the Hutt, Roz from Monsters Inc., and a witch from the 1985 Tom Cruise movie Legend, and also a uh, 2024 version of a transgender because that's exactly what they fucking look like goblins. They, they all look like this. That's why I wasn't convinced it was an actual fucking mask. So, so, so they got a hold of this thing, Princess Poppy, and uh, it said, 
I wanted to do the exact opposite of what is expected of you when you go to an event like this. I wanted to take decorum and turn it on its head. Mainly, I wanted to be a troll slash hag. I wanted to be so shocking that you would just have to turn around and look at me in the worst <laughs> way possible. Trust me. You didn't have to put on the outfit to do that. You could have just walked out wearing your fucking nighttime attire, you fucking weirdo. During its acceptance speech, the show's host, Ru- RuPaul, also took a moment to send out a call to action saying, If a drag queen wants to read you a story at a library, listen to it, because knowledge is power. And if someone tries to restrict your access to power, they're trying to scare you, so listen to a drag queen. No thank no, you. thank you. <clears throat> RuPaul, you fucking asshole, and you're stupid, you better work. <laughs> Remember that fucking song it sang? Back in the day. That was actually I a like pretty. That, that was a pretty catchy song. <laughs> if if I hear it comes on the radio, yeah, I'm singing it. <laughs> I'll fucking get on top of the table and dance in my little fucking high heels and shit. No, fuck these people, man. They're all fucking creeps. Yeah, this this is this is just weird, man. A fucking goblin. What's with the names too? I don't know. There was one on Princess Poppy. There was one on uh, the show I'm watching, The Traitors, with the T Traitors, and her name was Peppermint. Yeah. Like, what, why, why with these fucking names? I just don't get it. Fucking cartoon characters. Pick a fucking real name. That's how you know they're mentally disturbed because the first thing they do, they don't even appropriate like a pretty woman. Like, you don't see them walking around like Brooke Davis. You see them fucking walking around looking like fucking Clyde Davis. They look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> they don't look good at all, man. It's ridiculous. Oh, all God. right. So from a green <laughs> goblin to an orange one, a teenage girl in Tampa, Florida is counting her blessing. After being saved from a terrifying car accident from two heroic strangers who just so happened to witness the incident. It wasn't until she was rescued from her car mm. that she realized her savior yeah. was not I'm like orange and I'm like, oh. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. Dude, if I'm fucking dying in my car and flames <laughs> are encasing the car and I just can't quite reach the door and I'm like, you know, saying my goodbyes and life is flashing before my eyes. And if I see the door just get ripped the fuck off and you look up and you see Hulkamania, you're like, holy shit, he is God. <laughs> I always thought he was when I was a kid from like the ages of like five to like nine. He, he was my guy back then. So just to see that, I go, this is a fitting way to go out. Fucking Hulk Hogan, you know? Always looks the fucking same, too. Always does. Always looks like shit. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Oh, my God. What you gonna do, dude? You did a good deed, man. What you gonna do, brother? According to TMZ Sports, Hogan was with his wife, Sky Daly, and friend Jake Rask when they saw the car get clipped by another vehicle and flip over. The man immediately jumped in a rescue mode. Last night after we left dinner in Tampa, we saw a car flip in front of us, Daly recounted on social media. I truly admire my husband, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> his fucking name is Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is this so funny? <laughs> Dude, she calls her husband Hulk Hogan. His name is Terry Balea. Yeah, but he he's, he, you know, he's rescuing someone, so gotta, he uses his fucking name. Gotta live the gimmick, brother. Exactly. Dude, I can't fucking believe it, man. <laughs> My husband, Hulk Hogan. This <laughs> is Matthew Bret Hart. Fucking wife, my husband, Brett the Hitman Hart, she throws in the Hitman part. <laughs> the Ugandan giant Kamala, my uncle. Oh, fucking hey, man, this is too much fun. Where the fuck are we here? By all, oh, man, uh, luckily the driver made it out with barely a scratch. By all appearances, she was unscathed, just really rattled, which is an absolute miracle. 
After news that Hulk Hogan was the Good Samaritan, he addressed the incident on Twitter and revealed the, the tool he'd used in the moment to save her. I'm surprised he didn't just show the 24 inch <laughs> <laughs> Or his NWO belt, the, the weightlifting belt. He was wearing his NWO shirt. Dude, that mother, he never takes it off, like, man. What are you wearing? Why? I... He doesn't take that shit off. He's always wearing that fucking shit. He's always, he fucking loves it, man. Oh my god. The crazy part about the teenager that flipped her car was that without a knife to puncture the airbags to get her out. A Indian Rocks Christian School ballpoint pen came in really handy to pop the bags, Hulk Hogan said. <laughs> Thank you, God, all is well. So there you go. Hopefully the girl will have a story to tell for the rest of her life that Hulk Hogan fucking saved her. Like 20 years, she'll be working at a job. They'll be like, everyone tell us something interesting about yourself. And she'll be like, yeah, Hulk Hogan saved my life. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. I don't know why that one made me laugh so much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny with the shirt he was wearing. You think he did the whole ear thing afterwards and everyone's cheered for him and shit. <sighs> oh, my God. Well, Maryland man was arrested after he allegedly shot and killed his roommate during an argument about a remote control. Springdale resident Richard Bena, uh, who's 38, was charged with manslaughter in connection to the death of 27-year-old Dominique Scott Hayes last week. Prince George's County Police said on Instagram Friday that its officers responded at around 12.30 p.m. on Thursday. Officers discovered the descendant inside of the home suffering from gunshot wounds, the police statement read. He was pronounced dead on the scene. What is wrong with you? Why are you still fucking laughing? He's all fucking red. He's all fucking red. <laughs> the hell you do is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's been all right, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, just keep going. The investigation revealed that Benoit, uh shot the descendant during a dispute, authorities added. According to documents obtained by Fox 5 DC, he called police around six hours after the shooting, which happened between 5.30 and 6.30 a.m. He reportedly told them that his roommate had come at him with knives, the document said. He recounted to police that he fell asleep on the sofa and was woken up by Scott Hayes making a lot of noise in the kitchen. Scott Hayes then repeatedly asked Bana, uh where the remote was, but the suspect ignored him. Uh... Apparently, he had a blanket on his head. He removed the blanket and allegedly saw Scott Hayes holding two knives. The suspect then grabbed his handgun and started shooting before running to his room on the third floor. The suspect claims that he didn't see that Scott Hayes was injured, so he assumed that none of the bullets hit him and went back to sleep. Well, there you go, man. Fuck it. <laughs> so he shot his roommate. There was no screaming yeah. out in pain or anything. He just went up and went to bed. You know what? He ain't getting up to go tell anybody. He can wait a few hours, right? And he fell asleep for six oh, hours. Man. He probably woke up and was like, you know what? If I just would have taken this nap first, <laughs> I would have felt great. I wouldn't have shot this motherfucker. You okay? Oh, man, I'm trying to be. <laughs> Holy fuck. I don't know why that this story just fucking killed me so much. It's just the most random fucking... Like, like it wasn't Jake the Snake Roberts. It was fucking... Like the, imagine if it was The Undertaker. If it was a different wrestler, that fucking was the one that's like looking at you as fire surrounding your fucking car and shit. You yeah, see that, that would guy, be terrifying. Like, oh, fuck. I, I'm dead. Yeah. All right. 
Here's a fucked up one for you. Hulk Hogan could have been here, and I think he would have saved the day as well. This one's pretty sad, though. A California man dies after three different drivers hit him, but none of them stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, you get hit three times. A Southern California pedestrian died after he was struck by three separate vehicles, and none of them stopped to help. I mean, they were too fucking busy, man. Everyone's busy in California. He was hit about uh, 11.45 p.m. Friday at an intersection roughly 20 miles northwest of downtown L.A. The pedestrian was identified only as a possibly Hispanic man in his 20s or 30s. So they must have really fucking did a number on his body. If you don't even know what the fuck he is. <laughs> like, I don't know. It looks like fucking tire tracks. We can't put that on this fucking obituary. Right. He was crossing San Fernando Road mid-block when a light-colored pickup truck traveling north and southbound uh, lanes hit him, knocking him to the ground. You fucking knew. You know when he has something, man. I know when I hit like a fucking small little crack in the road that makes the car slightly move. Yeah. You're hyper aware of what you're doing, man. If you hit a human being, you you know you hit a human being, man. I'm just saying, like 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 if I've run over like a fucking box in the street. <laughs> yeah. You know, you fucking know. You could feel it. You know, they they knew these people are fucked up. Uh, what is it saying here? He was breathing, business owner Angad Khalil, who saw the collision from a security camera video, told NBC Los Angeles News. He was trying to get up, but the uh, man was then struck by a large SUV that was also driving the wrong way. So uh, this person is illegally driving, and they fucking hit his ass. What the fuck? The force of the second hit threw the pedestrian onto the road's southbound lanes <laughs> where a miss ice as your feet ran over him. Oh my god, this guy had like the worst whoa, fucking... Whoa, whoa, ping pong. Can you oh imagine that fucking god. riding one? At least he died probably after that second one. But then there was a third one coming. That's a shitty way to die, man. What the fuck do you do when you go up to the pearly gates and you see God and he's like, hey, what's up? You're like, can you have fucking done something nicer to me? Shit. Yeah, that's I'm like, that's what the awful. fuck? I'm like, yeah, but there's paradise. You're like, yeah, it sucked for a minute, man. Oh, fuck, there's girls here. All right, let's do it. That's a fucked up way to go. That is, isn't that fucking bad? That's terrible. So he got struck by the large SUV that was going, also driving in the wrong direction. So two wrong no. direction no. drivers? no. no. This is Final Destination shit. This guy cheated death the day before. And because, what are the chances? Yeah. Two cars driving illegally the wrong way. At the same time. At the same time for your body to be hit by one only into the second one. Unless the one was trying to go on the other side of the road because the original guy was on the wrong side of the road. So he had to get around him. So now you have, because they were going towards each other. The other one had to get around that car that was going the wrong way. So now they're both going the wrong way. Yeah, that, this is, that's got to be what what happened. This is finally. And then he hit. Show. Yeah, this is that's nuts. Oh, y'all better start finding God real soon, man. Shit's going on in this fucking world. Crazy shit is going down. So you better make yourself right. Mm. You know what? This was very coordinated. It was almost like the fucking twin towers exploding at the same times and shit. You know what bullshit was going on with that crap? I've been doing some deep diving into that, man. That is some fucking crazy shit to talk about there. Oh, yeah, I, I've been up a lot. I've been having some crazy fucking nights. Anyway, the pedestrian was announced dead at the scene of the crime. No suspects have been publicly identified, and the police spokesperson said Tuesday that there were no updates. Nobody deserves this. Nobody. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy, Khalil said. And yeah, that's, I mean, fucking brutal right there. That's terrible. I have uh, one more story. Go for it. Six Florida teenagers hatched a plan to spice up their day with an egg-throwing adventure. 
Armed with two dozen eggs, the boys aimed at houses and cars in Walton County neighborhood, earning them the nickname of Humpties, according to de- uh, deputies. However, their eggy escapade didn't go unnoticed. Deputies tracked the teens down and struck a deal with them. Instead of facing criminal charges, the teens faced the consequences of their actions. On Sunday, the group spent the day washing cars for free from victims' vehicles to patrol cars and fire trucks. They also watched the cars of anyone who dropped by the Santa Rosa Beach substation, deputies said. The Walton County Sheriff's Office shared a photo of the teens watching a patrol car on Facebook, reminding the community that they were around if they were needed. While we strongly believe in solving crime, we also believe in solving problems, deputies said. Users in the comments were fans of the deputies' fitting punishment. The Walton County Sheriff's Office post went viral, amassing over 1,000 likes and 100 shares. Lesson learned for those young men. We all know kids will be kids. I hate that saying. Uh, me too. I hate that saying with a freaking passion. Kids will be kids, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. no kids it's won't not, be kids. It's fucking not an raise them correctly. Blanket. We all know kids will be kids like we did at their age. I never did that. No. But I'm glad their lives aren't ruined by mischief and they've learned a lesson, one user said. <clears throat> I mean, I do think that's great. Yeah. That instead of charging them with something... Mm-hmm. Because they're just kids. They had to, you know, they had to clean up the fucking mess. But you can't just say kids will be kids. Like, no. In a case like this, I do agree with the punishment. Because, I mean, incarcerating these children is not going to fucking solve That's not going to fix anything. All it's going to do is make them hate the system. Yeah. Because when when you throw someone away in a cage, it's almost like you've given up on them. Because you have. You know? That should only be reserved for, like, our, our most violent criminals and people that deserve to be there, not, like, fucking potheads and, you know, people that have, like, their own demons that are in jail, like, people that just abuse themselves or whatever. If you're doing it to yourself, fine. That should be okay. Just don't mess with anybody else so you can do whatever the fuck you want. At least that's how I feel as a libertarian. But I don't know, man. This is some fucking dumb shit. I don't know. What the fuck are you going to do, right? All right, so I got one more here for you as well. Let me know if you feel bad or not. So eight skydivers jumped off a hot air balloon, and four of them died. They jumped off a hot air balloon to go skydiving? Yep. Is, are you supposed to do that? That doesn't sound safe. None of it does. I mean, a human being... But that's not normal. Usually you jump out of a fucking plane. You're climbing out of a freaking basket. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. No, a, a very rickety basket. I mean, it's rocking back and With forth. With fire blaring above your head. Like, th- none of this sounds right. Yeah, you got gas. You got hot compression. I'm just thinking of things that are you know, going through my head as I'm thinking of a hot <laughs> air balloon slowly skyrocketing up to the air. Right. Which, all of this is wrong, right? Skydiving is not it? safe. Hot air balloon rides not safe. And then you combine both. This is just like, that's crazy. No, I'm probably going to answer my own question here, but you would think that a hot air balloon would just go up for fucking ever, right? But I guess you turn down the flame. Like, you turn it up to go yeah. higher, and you turn it down to Turn it down, down to start, okay. yeah. So that's probably got to be it. Yeah, that's got to be it, man. I would just think, like, you would just go the fuck up indefinitely. Imagine the first person who tested that shit out. Like, How do I come down? <laughs> <laughs> they hit the ice wall, and they're like, oh, shit. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> a hot air balloon plunged to the ground, killing four riders and critically injuring a fifth after eight skydivers jumped out. The uh, crash took place at 7.50 a.m. on Sunday, January 14th in a desert near Eloy. Emergency crews found four dead people and one critically injured. The balloon crashed after about eight skydivers had jumped off as planned. 
It is important to clarify that the skydiving was intentional and was successfully completed by all skydivers before any issues with the hide air balloon were evident. So you do that, right? How yeah. how is the how air balloon supposed to come down if no one's in it steering it? I don't know. These guys did you purposely have just have this go out into the atmosphere somewhere and like, yeah. well, who cares what happens to the balloon? I don't know, man. But I can't imagine ever wanting to do this in the first place. But if I was like you coming to me and saying, "Hey, I want to go jump out of this thing," I'd be like, listen, you're a fucking idiot, and you're probably going to die, and I'm going to be stuck with these fucking kids. <laughs> I mean, This—that's the conversation we would have, and you would say the same thing to me. You'd be like, "What are you fucking stupid? What would make you want to do this?" I don't think we would let the other one go up there. So we try to talk each other out of it. Like, just imagine, like the, guy, the husband kiss her on the. No, see you later, hun. Yeah, he's out there jumping out of his plane, and then, and then this happens. Like, how do you explain that to your kids? Yeah, your dad just did stupid shit, and he's dead. Yeah. If that... he was born with a brain, he'd have a dad right now, you know? It's, because then you grow to resent the thing that he loved because of him being reckless and doing it. Mm-hmm. Which means you might start to resent him. Like, why did he leave me? Why did he do such stupid shit? You know? It's just, it's not, just, don't be dumb. Well, I would. I kind of want to know what happened to the four that died, because if they all successfully sky-dove... Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck happened to the four that didn't make it? The people that didn't make it were probably owed money by the four that didn't make it. They're like, hey guys, uh, let's all go jumping. So we owe money. Let's figure, I don't know, tampered with their shit. So the cause of the accident remains under investigation by the National Transportation Safety Board and the Federal Aviation Administration. Mom Jennifer Hubbard identified 28-year-old Katie uh, Bardon, a registered nurse from Indiana, as one of the dead. It's kind of somber here at home. We're crying about her on and off and talking about her on and off and trying to make it yeah, through life here. She was a beautiful person. She recently became an RN and was making it on her own. The balloon was operated by a drop line hot air balloon ride. So if you need to get a hot air balloon and you're local in that area, call drop line hot air balloons and they'll take care of you. Founded by uh, Vander Walt in 2017. The company offered balloon rides in Eloy and Moab, Utah, depending on the season. You go up on a Sunday morning just to feel the breeze, the coldness on your face, and expect to see your old friend's skyline out of a hot air balloon, which is not uncommon. And then we have a situation like this, and that's sad. Uh, this is what the owner told Arizona's Family News. About 65 miles out of Phoenix, you can go find your own fucking... I just don't understand why they thought this was a freaking good idea. It's not. Like, one or the other. Why are we doing both? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And I would like to know what the hell happened with the other four. Yeah. Did all four parachutes not work? Like, what the... Did they hit trees? Like, what the hell happened to those four that they all ended up dead? Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree with you. It's just... They trip out the basket? Like, what the fuck happened? Faulty equipment, probably. weird. For four people, that's... that's Those are not good odds if it's 50-50. Yeah. 50-50. Oh, man. There are eight parachutes and four don't work? Yeah. That's weird. I don't know. You got people that have fucking guts, man, you know? And this woman has a vagina. The one who jumped out of the plane. I just don't know how you can do it. I don't know. I don't have the guts to do it. Would you ever do it? No. No. I would do it for... Like, if, if you were to give me a set amount of, like, life-changing money, I would do it. No. As a dare, if someone's like, hey, man, I want to fucking see you do it for, like, $500,000. You jump out of the plane. <laughs> you have to record your, your reaction. I would do it. Make a fucking ass scream and cry the whole time. You know, I'd be doing, oh... <laughs> The whole time down screaming. Anything with heights, I wouldn't do. 
And I'm not afraid that. of heights. It's just I like skydiving. Yeah. I don't think it's safe. Hot, hot air balloons, fucking paragliding, freaking bungee jumping. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. All of it. Like I would, I would be sick to my stomach. And it literally has nothing to do with like being up high. It's just none of that would be good for me. I would rather skydive ten times than bungee jump once. Yeah, I could, uh, no. I would rather do it ten times than bungee jump once because that up and down <laughs> movement, I am not knowing when you're going to stop. It, it would just, it would freak, and then the swinging you, part afterwards. Oh my god, I'm getting dizzy thinking about it. When you go down in that snap, that snap back up. Oh man, no, I wouldn't be able to. It, no, it's that. I couldn't do it. The free falling, I don't mind that. It's the that snap. Yeah. Mm-mm. I mean, I couldn't imagine being built like that kind of person who loves that shit, like gets off on it, man. I, yeah. I can't imagine. Because just me thinking about the act of doing it, I can imagine it in my head. And I don't know if it's the binoid that's doing it or not. But I'm thinking of myself going down and then up and then down and just, the oh my God, everything moving so fast. I can feel it, dude. I can't do a damn merry-go-round. If you want to feel it too, go to binoid, man. Go to binoid.com. You just go to merry You can feel it too. <laughs> you can feel it quite often like I do. But yeah, I don't feel bad for these people. You did something stupid. You fucked around. You found out ultimately. Yeah. I feel bad for the family that has to deal with it, so... Bunch of assholes. Bunch of assholes. You're right about that. And I don't know why the hell you love this segment so much. It's the mean, last one. I was going to say that I've been up a lot these past <laughs> few nights because I got a lot of shit on my mind and things are just crazy, man. My, uh, just waste my grandfather, you know, I've been talking to this, uh, family member and it's just, I don't know, man, I've got these weird, weird vibes from everything going on. And I told you last night, a fear. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is something that I can see happening. And I'm like, should I feel like this? Because, But this is me, how I feel about it. It's people. you, but it's also the fact that you've never talked to these people before, ever. Yeah. And, and like, just, where where did you, you come from? Okay. Yeah, people only come around for one reason, when someone's near death, and it's just, never. it's never good. So anyway, I mean, I don't know if these people are the asshole, or maybe I'm the asshole. Maybe that should be the question. Am I the asshole for being... Too uh, no. too much of my guard up all the time. No, because you don't. It's a person you've never met. Yeah. Just, no. Yeah, exactly. My, my like no. If so, like I don't. I don't know. Yeah. If some random person called me. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Weirdest thing ever, man. But I. I don't know, man. I just. I fucking need a therapist. I need someone to talk to. That's why. <clears throat> all right, let's get into this one. This person wants to know: Am I the asshole for telling my dad he turned me asexual slash lesbian? So asexual lesbian. I, I don't know. My dad is a typical overprotective dad who didn't let me or my younger sisters wear nice clothes, go on dates, have male friends, have guys on social media, or anything else. My mom just goes along with whatever he says. I mean, he sounds like he's being a good dad. He's being protective. That's not going to change your feelings. Yeah. That's not going to be, that's not going to change who you're attracted to. When you're in school, who are you looking at? Just because so, you can't hang out with boys outside of school doesn't mean yeah. inside of school you're not looking at them. I'm inclined to say this person's an asshole already because this she sounds like... sounds like an idiot. Good parents would say, wear nice clothes. What, in your opinion, is nice? You're not paying for these clothes. He's paying for right. it. Your parents are paying for it. They're buying you clothes for school. Also, are they like belly shirts That's and low-cut thinking. jeans? What's and like, what are you here? What are you trying to wear? Go on dates. Well, I mean, that just goes without saying. Do we yeah. know this boy? How you know? You don't know the situations there. Dates. I mean, mm-hmm. same, you know. Have male friends, guys are fucking evil. Uh, guys on social media or anything else. I mean, social media, you, you can see it on TV all the time. Kids do horrible shit to each other. They're, they're just mindful parents, that's all. <clears throat> it was much harder than my sister's because, as it turns out, I'm asexual, gray sexual, 
with romantic attraction to women. They just made up something new. I've never heard of gray sexual. I'm assuming, you know, they say. Why is there a color now? Well, they say the world is black and white. Gray's in the middle. It It just does whatever it wants. They're special. Shut the fuck up. They're special. Oh, God. Because I was happy to wear baggy flannels and hang out with the girls, my parents constantly used me as an example to my sisters. It caused a lot of resentment, which still lingers to this day. I finally came out to them after the holidays because, one, I'm finally sure of my identity, and two, my mom started making, when are you giving me grandbabies, and comments like that, now that I'm old. Yeah, you don't know what the hell you are because... But you blamed it on your dad, which is telling me... You don't fucking know what the hell you're... I don't... No. Because your it has nothing to do with your parents who you're freaking attracted to. Yeah. Well, I just miss classic gay people, man. I miss classic... I love classic gay people. I just miss normal people. Yeah. Why Why are we putting labels on everything? I mean, I, I have to be different. Gray section. What the hell is that? Shut Some up. Some asshole right now is like, oh, well, she <clears throat> stole gray, so I'm going to be the turquoise sexual one before someone takes that. That's me right now. I claimed it. Copyright. God, I don't even care what any of these mean. I don't even care what any of these things mean anymore. I just don't care. Yeah. It's just like, what? Okay. Transgenderism isn't real. Whatever. It's not real. It's a mental illness, okay? Now, the thing is, is no one's questioning your sexual identification. It's your mental health and well-being people are worried about. Normal people don't go out there in chaps and fucking sing the children wearing makeup and beards and baby bibs and bonnets and fucking pacifiers hanging from their bodies. They're weird people, man. That is not normal behavior. Fucking triple Z. But she's saying, but she, what she's saying doesn't even make sense though. She's only she's attracted See, I'm, to. I'm, I'm just going off. On I know you're, you're, here about yeah. these fucking weirdos. She's attracted to females because her dad mm. wouldn't let her hang out with boys. This is the stupidest thing I've ever freaking heard. Yeah. She's trying to blame that. You're you not your locked in a room. Up, yeah. Give me a break. I mean, you, you can be attracted to the guys. That's a real thing. If if you're a guy, you can be gay. You can you can be bisexual. You can like both. I mean, those are real things. You literally has nothing to do with a, with a parent at all. You watch TV or you find one of those people cute or pretty. Like, I yeah. mean, you, you go to school. There's a kid next to you in class. Like, you know, you attract to that person. Like, you you know, it has nothing to do with your damn parents. You got freaking mm. eyes for yourself. He's not looking for you. I feel like your feelings are predetermined at birth. You know, I, I I do. I feel like you're born that way. I don't feel like you become gay. I don't think no. you know. Stupid. I think you're born. I really do. I don't think you could just start liking something that you don't like. Like I don't like fucking uh, yeah, spinach. Yeah, she's, she's, she's making up excuses. I feel like yeah. like even putting blame elsewhere. Yeah, she's blaming her dad. It's not her dad's Stupid. fucking fault, man. What a piece of shit here. So when are you giving me grandbabies and comments like that? That I'm old now. My mom is struggling but trying. My dad is not taking it well. He keeps suggesting therapy, sending me weird links and trying to set me up with guys that he knows, etc. The last time we talked, he started with. I must be a terrible father. Where have I gone wrong? I snapped. I told him that he shouldn't be surprised I turned out like this since he never let me dress or act feminine and yelled at me every time I talked to boys. No. That's Dude, not that's not how it fucking happens. No. I, mean, I wear baggy clothes and fucking flannels and shit. Shut yeah. the fuck up. You can tell, though, like Jesus. what your orientation is because this, you look at a certain person and you're like, fuck. I like that. That's my thing. You know, like you have your type, you have your thing, and you know it when you look at it. I think she does need counseling, man. She needs counseling. The therapist would be like, um, okay, we there's a lot to work through right here. Fucking problem, we need to stop person. blaming everybody else. Individual's a problem, man. But I told him that it was too late for me, and if he wanted to save my sisters, he should let them do normal girl things. He hasn't talked to me since. It's too late for me. Yeah. 
My mom keeps asking me to apologize and just try therapy because apparently his spirit's broken. My sisters are conflicted because they can finally breathe, but he's completely withdrawn from them now. They don't want me to back down, though, because they're afraid of things going back to how they were. So she's a martyr here in this family. I feel guilty because I'm uh, perpetuating the idea that there's something inherently wrong with people who aren't uh, cisgender, heterosexual, etc. Shut the fuck up. That we are the way we are because we are damaged or broken. Yeah, you are. I mean, as, as far as your uh, constant need for attention, I mean, it comes from somewhere. It's just the way she's thinking. I don't like the way she's thinking. Yeah, this, this victim she's mindset. She's owning it. She's a victim like a lot of these people are. Not all you of them. You like girls. Just fucking own it. What? Like, yeah. what is wrong with well, yeah, just owning that shit? Instead of blaming yeah. everyone else. Oh, I couldn't wear girly clothes. Yeah. No, bitch. Yeah. That's not why. That's not what happened. I feel like you would know fairly young what you yes. are or what you're attracted to. She's I knew. So annoying. I don't care what she has to say. I don't like her. She's an asshole. I think I had my first crush when I was in second grade. Her name was Jessica. Mm-hmm. This girl. I remember like just staring at her all day in class. Like, man, she's fucking pretty. And, and I had no idea what pretty was, but I knew I liked looking at her. Right. And, and she had a friend named Brianna or Brianna. I, I can't remember. But they, but they were best friends, and they were the two cutest girls in the school. And we would all sit there looking, and we didn't know why. We were like, why are we staring at these two girls? But And then there was one guy who was looking at another guy who was looking at the girls. And you're like, we knew what the fuck he was, and he turned out to be that way. You know exactly what you are, and there's nothing wrong with that. You no, just don't have just to be a victim. Own it and stop it, man. Fucking blaming everyone else. Own it. Own everything, but own everything about it. Own everything you, own don't your make skin that you're born in. Own everything. God. If I don't like freaking, this woman. I really don't. But like, if you're a fucking gay dude who's just built like a twink or whatever the fuck your issue is, be like, hey, you're, you don't have to put the makeup on and change into something. Just own it. Be you, man. That's my only problem with it. Yeah. Just be yourself with it, man. Be like, hey, you know, I fuck dudes. All right, cool. All right, let's go drink a beer and watch the football game. You know, that that's all there needs to be. You don't have to be like, appreciate everything I do. <laughs> like, what the fuck, you dramatic bitch? <laughs> I like Caddy, but I have a limit. So anyway, uh, she feels like an asshole, so she just wants she to know is. if she's an asshole or not. Yes. To clarify, I know he didn't actually make me gay. That's why I'm asking this if I'm an asshole. I knew when I said it that it wasn't true, but I said it anyway just to make the harassment stop. Be, no, because you're a victim and you like to hurt people. She did words, a whole paragraph, though. Yeah. Blaming <laughs> him, blaming yeah. the clo- And she's not talking to him. She's talking to people. She didn't get the users. reaction she wanted online. Yeah. So at least they were thinking the same way I was. Yeah. Like she was blaming him, blaming right. the clothes, blaming not hanging, not being able to hang out with boys. Like no, that has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like, she complete asshole. Complete asshole. I am with you a thousand percent on this one. You were right. And the people online, I'm glad to say, were I'm on glad our they called side her on out. this one, and they yeah. they attacked this idiot and they backtracked immediately, like they always do. Oh well, I knew it wasn't him that yeah. made me oh, get, yeah. get. But you but you wrote this here. whole entire thing saying that <laughs> he was a piece of shit because people, and that's what it is. They don't have any real emotions. <clears throat> the only thing they want is attention, and if they don't get the oh the pats in the back, the likes in social media because they posted a picture of themselves sad. That's probably why she was using all those fucking words ignore too. Ignore them. Yeah, ignore them. Yeah. They don't deserve your attention, man. When these people start fucking, okay, oh, yeah. I had a bad day. Why? Because someone misgendered me. No, they told you the truth. Shut the fuck up. You know, and, and just, <sighs> just don't give them that attention. They don't deserve it. They just don't, man. You know, but whatever. Definitely uh, definitely the asshole here, you piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And if you like that segment, there's going to be a lot more of those where it came from uh, this Friday at what time again? 6 Eastern. 6 p.m. Eastern. Doing our live Am I the Asshole show uh, from 6 to 7 Eastern time. You can find the link. And, you know, we're going to give you the plugs right here in social media. But before we do that, what are you going to be doing for the next couple of days? 
probably finishing One Tree Hell. I have another episode of The Traitors tomorrow night. I, 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 you know what? Things aggravate me. Like, if episodes haven't aired yet, like, websites should not be spoiling shit. Immediately, uh, 20 minutes after the I show I saw airs. a huge spoiler, which I'm super happy about. But, like, don't throw a freaking spoiler out there if it hasn't even been posted. Yeah. Like, I, I was so aggravated the other day. I'm scrolling, literally not on it. I was on Facebook. Scrolling, and then boom. Like, two pictures side by side. I'm like, you bitches. I had no idea that that was going to happen. So thank you for ruining that. Mm. But at least I have something to look forward to. <laughs> well, there you go, man. I'm gonna be I just, finishing I just don't a, like that. Yeah, I'll be finishing One Tree Hill too. I plan on giving it a final review. One way or another, I'm finishing this. 13 yeah. episodes ago, I'm done with this fucking show. I want to move on. I, I desperately need to get the fuck off of this show. I put ER on <clears> the other day. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? I don't feel like it. Did you watch it before? But, yeah, way back when oh, it was geez. actually airing. Like, oh, when the hell was that? The 90s? Listen. And then I put Dawson's Creek on. I'm like, ugh. You won't even I'm be a good really sport and try either. three episodes of The Sopranos. Just try three episodes. Be a good sport, and then that is your assignment for Friday. Watch three episodes. The first three. Who thinks I'm going to do that? No, just do it. Just give it. A, I've watched some weird shit. I've watched everything you told me to watch. Watch one thing for me. Watch. You're going to watch Prison Break. I'll put that on my list. Prison Break. I, I will definitely put it. There's too much. I didn't to think watch you were going to say that. I'll put, I will put. My, I've watched every every single show. Wow. I'm asking you to watch three episodes of The Sopranos and then report back on Friday what you think. Three episodes of that show and one of the greatest all-time TV series. That's a terrible. Ending. I'm considering rewatching it. That's how much I liked it. Yeah. If I can get my BFF to want to watch that one, that's that that'll definitely. Oh, she doesn't want to watch it either. I don't know. Kind of on the fence, I think on that. Yeah. One. See, The Sopranos is the fucking one of the best shows ever, and God I love the ending. The ending is shit. No. Why watch it and when everyone knows what the ending matter. is, it's a fucking it, black screen. It doesn't matter. Ugh. It doesn't matter. It's like any of these There's other... There's no payoff. It's like a fucking Marvel movie. You know they're going to win. Well, is there an after credit scene? Nobody watches a Thor movie <laughs> and gets pissed off at the end because he's not dead. No, I watch it for the after credit yeah, scene. Everybody wants to see my bosses. Although the last Thor movie was ass. Yeah. It was, it was trying way too hard to be funny. I yeah. hated it. Really shitty. It's like Dave Chappelle struggling on stage to be funny nowadays, where he's telling stories and shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I'm excited about? Because it's 2024. A lot of movies are coming out this year. Man, I'm waiting for the fucking world to end. You're talking about movies. I don't think it's going to... I'm just, actually going to have stuff to watch this year. Like, I'm excited. Let me watch Ghostbusters first before the world ends, all right? I just need to watch a new Ghostbusters movie set back in New York. I cannot wait for that. Mm-hmm. That's going to be awesome. We've gone long enough. Tell me where you can find us. Uh, you can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com.